It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Jets, your daily New York Jets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Jets podcast for Friday, August 13th, 2021. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com, and today our episode is brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you are subscribing to Peacock and Williamson, also subscribe to this podcast, Locked On Jets. We're a daily podcast covering the New York Jets. We also have new episodes each day, Monday through Friday. When you subscribe, we will deliver new episodes to your device as they are posted each day. And also, if you enjoy the show, leave it a good review. It helps us out quite a bit. Greatly appreciated. It is finally almost here. Preseason begins tomorrow night for the New York Jets. They take on the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Game time is scheduled for 7.30 Eastern time. It is the annual preseason game between the two New York teams. And on today's show, I'm going to talk about Jets players... I'm interested in watching. Yesterday, I talked about some of the position battles to watch. Today, just before this game, I want to talk about some of the key players because I view preseason as more about the individual players than about the units as a whole. I remember a couple of years ago, Jets and Giants played in preseason. Jets offense went out, scored a touchdown. I think that was the only series the first team offense played all night and after that touchdown everybody said wow this offense is going to be great this year based on one preseason series did not really pan out that way but I think there are some individual players worth evaluating and we're going to talk about some of those players on today's show and I think you have to begin with the obvious one Zach Wilson and I want to be very careful how I talk about Zach Wilson because at the end of the day nobody's going to look back at tomorrow night's game as a turning point in his career. I'm interested in Zach Wilson just because I'm excited to see him in a Jets uniform. I want to see how he looks out there, but I'm not going to draw sweeping conclusions about his performance in this game. That would be kind of silly. First of all, Robert Sala has said that he's probably going to play about two series, you know, around one quarter. You can't evaluate two series. You can't act like two two series in any circumstances is a good enough sample size to evaluate a quarterback. And I go back to what I just said about two two years ago when the Jets offense looked dominant in its one series against the Giants. Well, we I mean, look, we saw last year the Jets had a horrible offense. Sam Darnold was horrible overall. But, you know, lots of games he played pretty well in the first quarter. So that shows you how 
insignificant like one quarter really is when you're talking about evaluating quarterback play. So just keep it in mind. It's exciting to see our new quarterback. It's exciting to see you know the second overall pick, our new the new face of our franchise. That's it though. I mean, you can't go crazy with the evaluations. You can't anybody who comes out and declares Wilson a, an enormous success or an enormous failure based on what happens tomorrow night is just not being fair. And it's probably going to happen. I mean, you know, either he's going to lead the team to a touchdown or the team won't score. You know, I guess like the neutral scenario, the scenario where like nobody would would, would draw too many sweeping conclusions would be if in this two series, the Jets got field goals both times, because then you could say, well, he led the offense on drives, but they didn't score touchdowns. So maybe that would be like the outcome that would lead people to have rational takes on his play. But I fear that we're going to get people driving things out of proportion based on what Wilson does tomorrow night. But I do have my eye on him just because I think it's exciting to see him in a Jets uniform in a game situation for the first time. Now, the next guy I'm really interested is also going to play two series. He's with the starters as well, and that's Makai Becton. And my reasons for being interested in Becton are a little bit different. He's not in the position battle. So, you know, we did not talk about Becton yesterday because he's not battling for a a starting job. The thing about Becton is all reports have indicated that he's had a very rough training camp. And the reason he's had a rough training camp is he's been going up against Carl Lawson, who was the Jets' big free agent signing. And I always say this kind of shows your outlook. Your take on Becton's preseason struggles or his training camp struggles kind of tells me something it tells me more about your outlook on the team than it does anything about Becton. Because if you're a pessimist, you're probably looking at this and saying, oh, our first round pick is playing terribly. When you just as easily could take the optimistic look at this and saying, this guy we signed to be our premium pass rusher in free agency looks great. You could, both, both of those takes seem pretty valid, but it's one of the things that makes training camp difficult to evaluate. It's a zero-sum game. Somebody playing well on your team was doing it at the expense of somebody else. So no matter what, you're going to have one guy playing well, one guy playing poorly, depending on whether the offense or defense is more successful on a given play. In fact, that's one of the reasons I'm actually kind of excited that the next two weeks, the Jets are going to have joint training camp practices. They'll be practicing with the Green Bay Packers prior to the preseason games the teams will play next week. And then ahead of the preseason finale, Jets will be practicing with the Philadelphia Eagles. And in those games, now maybe now there there's a another side to this. If the Packers and Eagles go out and play well, you don't get the benefit of a Jet playing well. You know, in training camp, if, a jet, if one Jet's going to play well, one's going to play poorly. So on the one hand, you could have a Jet play really well coming at the expense of a member of the Packers or Eagles. On the other hand, you could have a Packer or Eagle playing well at the expense of a Jet, and you don't get the benefit of saying at least one of my guys is playing well. <laughs> but in any event... This is a, I think this is a good test for Beckham. It's a good barometer. And again, two series, you don't want to read too much into it. You don't want to read too much into anything that happens in these games. But we'll begin to be able to see whether Beckham's training camp struggles were just because he has a bad matchup against Lawson or whether maybe there's something a little bit more alarming going on. And the Jets don't really have a plan B with with Becton. He's got to be good for them this year. He's the left tackle. There's no alternative out there. So I think the hope is that you go out and see him. You see him go out and play really well in this game. You you hope that he keeps Zach Wilson clean. Well, also because you don't want Zach Wilson to get hit in this game. 
you know, he's, he's kind of got an important role protecting Zach Wilson's blind side. But I think after all of the reports of Lawson having this big camp at Becton's expense, if you go out tomorrow night and see that Becton's keeping Wilson clean, that he's not having trouble with the edge rushers the Giants are throwing at him, I think it help, will help calm some people down a little bit as we head into a week where Jets will have some joint practices against Green Bay, and then they'll play the Packers in their second preseason game next week. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors, and when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. But if you haven't tried all the flavors yet, you can get a mixed box where you get two each of the nine flavors. Not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're also healthy. Order today and get the Grasshopper Cookie, or Raspberry, or whatever you'd like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. And if you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, no space, for 15% off at Built, B-U-I-L-T, dot com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Locked on Jets podcast, the day before the Jets preseason opener in 2021, Jets-Giants tomorrow night at MetLife Stadium, kickoff scheduled for 7.30 Eastern time. The next guy I'm going to talk about has been discussed a lot in training camp, and the discussion has not been very good. That's Denzel Mims, the second round pick from a year ago, and he had a pretty difficult rookie year where he struggled with hamstring injuries in training camp and then in the early stages of the regular season he showed flashes within certain games but kind of struggled to put together complete games you look at his physical tools you thought the Jets may have gotten a really good value for him when they were able to trade down and grab him in the second round in 2020 But the reports from training camp have been kind of difficult for him, that he's not seeing a lot of time with the first team offense. Many of us assumed that he was going to be a starting player for this team. But the Jets did make a lot of additions in the offseason at the wide receiver position. They went out and got Corey Davis. They went out and got Keelan Cole, which was obviously a much less significant addition, but still a guy who's a quality player. They drafted Elijah Moore in the second round. You still have Jamison Crowder around. You know, Mims is not going to be handed anything. He's got to go out and earn a starting job. And Mims spoke the other day that, you know, he struggled in the offseason, had a case of food poisoning, which caused him to drop a lot of weight. And he's still kind of getting back, getting himself back into the shape he wants to be in. And lately you've heard some reports. I, You know, one of the practices I went to, he looked very good, that maybe Mims is starting to turn the corner a little bit. You know, there are there is some speculation. I don't know how accurate it is. There is some speculation. Is he going to end up being a guy who perhaps is ends up a surprise cut or something like that, a surprise trade? I, I don't know. I think it's probably too early to say that. But I really would like to see Denzel Mims go out there and play well and kind of quiet some of the critics, quiet some of the concerns about him. 
you know, it's it, I I like Denzel Mims a lot when the Jets drafted him. So I'm kind of hoping he's able to figure this out. I'm kind of hoping he's able to pull pull things through, and you know, we'll we'll see what he does. I think he's kind of a mystery right now. So I think a, a game a quality game could help quiet some of the critics for him. Kind of kind of along the lines of what we could see in the the 2020 first round pick Vecton, fellow 2020 draftee. You know, the next guy I was going to talk about got hurt yesterday. I was going to talk about Elijah Moore because he has reportedly been one of the stars of training camp. You know, he's uh, apparently every time you turn your head, Elijah Moore is making a play, but he left the practice yesterday. He has a quad injury. As much as I'd love to see him on the field tomorrow night, there's no reason for the Jets to push him out there. This is a preseason game. You want the, the, the objective is to get more healthy for the regular season. And, you know, I think training camp preseason reps matter for some players. I think it, they matter less for others. And normally I'd say a rookie really needs them. I think Mims got hurt by missing training camp a year ago. But Moore's playing so well by all accounts that you know, maybe he doesn't really need these reps. Maybe you know, maybe he'll be okay. So, you know, if he plays, I'll be very interested to see him in a Jets uniform for the first time. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't know whether he's, whether he's going to be on the field. Next guy I'm going to talk about is C.J. Mosley, who we have not seen in a Jets uniform almost since he signed. I mean, he played he played a great opener in 2019 against Buffalo, then got hurt running stride for stride with John Brown down the field, and then came back for one game. He was playing hurt against New England in a terrible Monday night loss, the ghost game, if you will. You know, there have been reports that Mosley has dropped some weight in the offseason, and I think that that's as much as anything, as much as it's about conditioning, I think it's also about the demands the system will put on him. I think that Robert Sala's defense is going to ask linebackers to run a little bit more, cover more ground than maybe Greg Williams's did. You know, we're going to see how Mosley looks. It's not easy to come back from one year away from the league, much less two years away from the league. I mean, you could almost say it's worth about three, three years of actual calendar time since Mosley was a regular football player because of the injury, because he opted out in 2020. So, you know, what's he going to look like? And we're not going to be able to answer that question completely tomorrow night, but it'll be the first step in the evaluation. We'll be able to evaluate some things. We'll be able to evaluate his tackling. We'll be able to evaluate how he's moving. We'll be able to evaluate whether his instincts remain sharp as they were when he turned into a Pro Bowl level player in Baltimore. So, you know, and mostly is like one of those wild cards. I think there are a number of players on this roster where nothing would really surprise me. You know, they could end up being big disappointment. They could end up con- contributing very little, or they could end up being big contributors on this football team. So I think Mosley is one of those guys who's worth watching for that reason. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. It's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Jets Podcast on this Friday, talking about players I'm going to have my eyes on in tomorrow night's preseason opener for the New York Jets as they take on the New York Giants. Talked about a number of rookies on the show today. I'm going to give you one more, Hamsa Nasruddin, who the Jets drafted late rounds this year and are, by all accounts, very excited about. They think they got a steal with him. They have been giving him some first-team reps on defense. He's going to play kind of a linebacker role. I guess he's kind of a, he played safety in college. So in, you know, in today's NFL, safety and linebacker, the distinctions are kind of becoming less and less. But this was a guy who... You know, was maybe one big college season away from being a first-round pick, and you never, you know, you never know how it's going to turn out. There are players who look like first-round picks entering their final year of college every year that play terribly. So you know, you don't know how Nasrul Dean would have played, but this was a guy who, again, was was getting first-round buzz, suffered a major injury, did not really play much last year, kind of a mystery, and that's why he fell to the late rounds. Jets were able to get him, and you know, you hope that maybe they found something there. Next guy I'm going to talk about is Tevin Coleman, and he's like Mosley. He's in that category. Nothing would surprise me with this guy because he barely played last year. He's got a good track record in the NFL. Question of how much he has left in the tank. Question of has he gotten too many carries? Has he reached the point all running backs reach where taking too many hits to remain effective? Can he stay healthy after a a very injury-plagued 2020 season? You know, I could see another. I could see anything. I could see him just being completely done, or I could see him being maybe the second back in the rotation behind Michael Carter. And if he can help this team, it would be if he if he has anything left, it could be a big boost to this team because he's another weapon in the receiving game. Coleman has a track record for being one of the best route running running backs in the NFL. He could he can help you in a way few few other running backs can because of his route running ability. It's not just that you can catch the ball out of the backfield. So you could put him in the slot. You can you can do all sorts of things with him. And I know we've heard that before about certain other free agent running backs the Jets have signed. But I would be excited to see what the coaching staff could do with a Tevin Coleman who still has something left in the tank. And the last guy I'm going to talk about is another guy who's been an enigma. It's a guy I have put in, a guy who's just disappointed me because I've put so much faith in him over the last couple of years and he's given the Jets nothing, and that's Chris Herndon. And I can already hear the people laughing, but I'm giving Chris Herndon one last chance. This is the last chance, though. If Chris Herndon doesn't impress me this year, then, well, his contract's over anyway, so he'll be out of here. But I'm not even convinced Chris Herndon, you know, Chris Herndon, I'm not convinced he's a lock to make this roster right now. I want to see him utilize his athletic tools because there's no tight end on this roster with more upside than Chris Herndon. And you go back to 2018. Listen, he was a competent starter in 2018. You know, that listen, we all had dreams after 2018 where, you know, you saw this fourth fourth round rookie look like a competent starter. You assume he's going to improve, maybe he can be an impact player. That's not happened at all. He's, he hasn't been he's been a borderline sub NFL 
players. I mean, he's been below replacement level the last couple of years. Will he be the guy who has the post-Adam Gase resurgence, though? I do think that there's some circumstantial evidence. It's only circumstantial, though, that you know maybe he, he was a guy who just wasn't used correctly by Gase. Maybe he, once he finds himself in a better situation, he can do better things. And uh, look, I'm past the point where I'm hoping Herndon's uh, an upper echelon tight end in the league. If he can get back to giving the Jets credible play and just another guy to force the defense to account for, that's plenty because the Jets have a lot of quality receivers. You know, the skill play, the skill positions for the Jets actually look pretty solid for once. So they don't really need Herndon to be a difference maker. At this point, you just need Herndon to be a competent tight end. And I'm hoping that's what we'll see from him. Anyway, that's all for our show today. Thank you for listening. This has been the Locked On Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to it and leave it a good review. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. We'll be back Monday to talk more Jets. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.